do it all myself. You are the audio boy. Like cooking. Do it all myself, although John says that makes everything easier, so. Honestly, I wish I had taken that attitude less, like, college group projects and so forth. I do all my cooking myself. Well, cooking's different, because if you try to, like, get two people on the same recipe, it's like, the kitchen just gets physically crowded almost, and, like, moving shit around. I think it's nice to have the option, if you were tied up, you have someone that could... Counterpoint. Do do like the, you know, the problem I have during recipes is all the steps that say, while doing that, do this also. And it's like, well, I only have two hands. But yeah, usually, think, okay, so, any good recipe is going to let, going to do it while the other part's an inactive. So, I mean, yeah, maybe I'm use a better saying, recipe. I think two, two people, like, that's workable, right? But it's like, you can't be like, get, like, get yeah, five friends like together for a cooking. Get in a kitchen. Even like yeah, five, yeah. I think, is like unwieldy. Not you don't you don't need that many people to make what I was making earlier. It just would have been nice right. to have another person there. Well, what were you making earlier? I don't know what it is. Um, you ate it and you don't know what it is. No, like I, <laughs> I know like what it is as its parts. I don't know what you would call the sum of its parts as a dish. It's just like a. I don't know. I had some couscous I hadn't used in a while. Not like a long time. Just I forgot I had it for a bit. So I was like, well, I should use that. And then I just put that in a bowl with a bunch of cut up sausage and mushrooms and onions and jalapenos and an orange bell pepper and just kind of said that's that. Guess what? what? You I, can sell that as a Mediterranean bowl. Okay. Well, you can sell that as a Mediterranean I bowl. When I am asked the name of a dish that I make in that way. You know what I answer? Shit. Okay. Well, that's not the best thing. Not, not, not ideal. Like poop, not like poop, but like, not ideal. what'd you make? I, I don't know. I just say some shit. Like, well, yeah, not ideal. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that does sound like I'm saying I, I just ate beauty. You see, it's fun for me because like so much of my cooking now is just like recipes that I learned years ago and have been extrapolating on for like, yeah. Well, for that certain amount of time. So I can just the mine is that. confidently say like, oh, yes, I made a chicken sausage ragu. A quick chicken sausage ragu. That's what I did for dinner with penne rigate and roasted egg, roasted zucchinis. Mm. It was nice. Fancy boy over here. Yeah, with Parmesan grated on the top. Man, I just realized something. Delicious. The probability that I don't know what a food item is just scales exponentially with the number of Italian it's like not even cool. like, because that's the thing is pasta shapes are, are all in Italian except like angel hair for some reason. That's just in English. I think angel hair also like has a different name in Italian for sure. It must too. I think it does actually. Like I, like I've heard it before and I just forgot it. But like sometimes people are just like penne and I'm like, well, I know what that one is because it's common. But like, you you could translate this in like a bow tie, but not. Well, what if I hit you with a, a tagliatelle? See, that's that sounds to me like either a painter or perhaps like a um, like a scientist, like is, an 18th, 17th century scientist. It is a pasta, but tagliatelle, if you change one letter on the end, it's the name of one of the five families in The Godfather, the tagliatellas. Are they, uh, are they named after the pasta or is the pasta named after them? Good question. I don't know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I also, it's kind of fascinating that 
ninety percent of the variance in pasta is is shape is it's it's like the most geometric food. It's all the same, but the geometry is is integral to whatever the fuck is about to. What the most geometric? Oh, okay. In that way, sure. I was gonna say I feel like the most geometric food is like a cookie. Mm. Oh, it's, like, it's a circle. It's just well, or, or it's like that. That is like you make shapes with it. But I, I guess I should say saying. the primary uh, mode of distinction between ways it can be made. That's fair. Geometry, and then of course like toppings. But like you could put the same sauce on any pasta shape. But some pasta uh, shapes like, do better well, than others. Exactly. I feel like some people. Oh, there are some Italians out there who are pretty angry right now with you. Oh, yeah. I know, but what I'm telling them is it's not going to fucking bounce off like a bouncy ball. You know what Look, I mean? like, I, I played as Italian diplomacy for, like, four hours, so I am Italian. <laughs> right. So, like, that hurt me personally. Yeah, if you look, there's actually uh, uh, a part of Chris's, like, the left side of Chris's body is dyed green like Shrek, and the right side is really sunburned, and that's because he's white, and that makes the Italian flag. Uh, yeah, sure. I will yeah. say, I will say... After having played this France for four hours, I have felt like giving up a lot this week. God, Jesus Christ. It, it, it really started going downhill when you gave up as France in diplomacy. <laughs> Did you actually? Yeah, I declared Marseille and Paris open cities. This is Them's the Facts, a show about fun facts, pasta shapes, diplomacy, and lying to your friends. I'm John. I'm Gabe. I'm Chris. It's actually a diplomacy live cast now. Oh, Okay. So we'll do those. In. That seems viable. I don't know. I'm I sure feel like we absolutely could, like though. Like, yeah. I feel like, like there's people that like they make it into like a newscast kind of thing. Oh, mm. they do the transatlantic accent that I hate. Maybe. Yeah. Anything else fun in, happening in y'all's lives? In uh, other news, England betrayed France by exactly making aggressive it. moves into the English Channel. It's so contrived. It's so fucking put well, on. You I know? mean, that's the point. I know, yeah, but it's like it, point, it, but it oozes from it in such a <laughs> in such a way. I really think the uh, the only other thing I've got going on is, uh, I think I tweeted this, but you know, the other day someone asked me if I was doing fine, and <laughs> instead of saying, uh, "Well, I watched rewatched the Raimi Spider Man series, watched uh, three full Spider Man animated series, uh, Spider Verse, and." Uh, all that in like a week. Instead of saying all that, I just said, "Yeah, I'm fine." Nova's like, in Spectacular Spider-Man, right? Do what? Nova, the character, Sam Alexander. Uh, I think so. I don't. I haven't quite finished it all the way yet. So, because mm. he has like a, supposed to. a like mini Avengers team that he has in that one. I think so. Like, what's going on yes. in my life? Is it no, a no, 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 no? I think. Are you sure you're not thinking of Ultimate Spider-Man? Oh, I'm thinking of Ultimate. I, well, I don't. No, no, this is the one ultimate, that was like on Disney ultimate, XD. That where you yeah, is ultimate, ultimate Spider-Man so, where you take Spider-Man and you, you throw him across the field and then uh, you have to catch it in the end zone. Well, I'm trying to remember the rules of Ultimate so, off no, the top ulti- of my head. Ultimate is where Brian Michael Bendis makes an entire other universe because he's tired of the main canon. Yes, okay, yeah, okay. <laughs> but when you said many Avengers, I thought you were talking about that one because Ultimate's whole plot is he makes his own little group. Yeah, okay. Spider-Man, so that's what I was trying to figure out if you were saying that one. That's that's the one I was thinking of. I think I got the two confused because they like switched places on Netflix like five years ago. Spectacular is the one that made MJ I- very iconic, which uh, MJ is already kind of iconic, but they like really made her iconic and spectacular. Hmm. 
Is, a, is the movie called Spectacular Spider-Man? No, it's, it's a, not a movie. It's an animated it's a series. series. No. They got canceled way too soon. It, is this the one maybe... from... What, what, what era is this then? What do you mean, what era is this? Like, what, what, what years it's was a, it coming it's out? It's one of the newer ones. Okay. It's really good. It should, not, it should have run more than one season. So, the, the first Spider-Man is okay. It's about a, it's like on the same goof level as like an old Batman would be. Yes, yeah, the 1960s, 70s one. Yeah, and yeah. then there's an 80s one that's fine. Then the, the, the 90s one. The 80s one seasons. was airing concurrently with the X-Men series, which I remember because I remember seeing that after school when I got home and they yeah. were yeah, they were both pretty good, honestly. I, I think yeah. I remember the uh, the Daredevil arc in the 80s one was very good. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That that one's really good the one that has five seasons they do a good job oh yeah and everybody is pretty iconic in that one um anyway yeah so that was that's how i've been uh, i mean new lor season started today so oh yeah, man yeah it. then that happened i've been playing that yeah what else the I mean, game that i probably the game that i like the most that i fall off the wagon of the most frequently and hop back on and then chris is like i've been vibing so much with this game lately i played and then john and i are like, like let's play yeah i played someone with an identical deck to the one i had today and that was chilling chilling to say the least higher you go on ladder more more fundamental part of the experience that's gonna be gotta gotta learn those mirrors eventually unless you're like a, a whack job like me who ladders on card games with like a deck that's like barely good enough to make it because you like it but normally man and then uh i don't think anything else has happened in the world uh no, no. Nothing, nothing at all much like much like chess and how chess has been solved music got solved last week yes that's true that's true and that's oh. the only other thing that's happened yeah that is very between true the bear enemy, the between the bear and me solved music it's over oh nothing, nothing else has to get made were you I actually have, really impressed with the new album i haven't listened to it i've i've only listened to that since it came out. i've listened Holy to it at crap. least five times okay like, well i know what i'm doing after this is done literally uh, but okay do you have 80 minutes it is 80 minutes long. it is 80 you minutes you need long. to listen to have, it all the way through i have 80 minutes after we're done doing this i don't then, have 80 minutes now because i'm about to spend them doing this well that's what i'm saying after this if you have 80 minutes you should definitely listen to it yeah i you know um in fact what if they've solved sound like what if it's not music what if we're wasting minutes? we might so be wasting our time right now instead of listening yeah. to we're gonna album. do it anyway but like what if they beat us to the punch and there's an entire episode of Them's the Facts lyrically contained within uh, Tommy Pickles' uh, lyrics. I can't. Tommy Rogers. That's that. Rogers is basically like if your last name was Pickles. Okay, well it's not, but okay. <laughs> okay, should I do my fact? Yeah, you probably should do your fact. Yeah. So Tommy Pickles doesn't come after me. Um, okay, in. In parts of Southeast Asia, it is a pretty commonplace thing to eat French fries with sugar and butter. Hmm. Is that the whole thing? That's the fact. So, I mean, I'm into it because I am one of those people that dips their fries in the frosty. And yeah, same kind of reasoning on my end, too. Because, let's be honest, butter plus potato, great. I've had, I've had a similar experience at the Ren Fair. They'll do a uh, basket of sweet potato waffle fries with caramel sauce and salted caramel ice cream on top of it. 
Yeah, so you guys know about the best intoxicated food I've ever made that I believe would still be good sober if I had if I were to make it again. Peanut butter jelly and sardines. Huh. Huh. This is hmm. this is only I'm I'm telling you about this for two reasons. Number one, to prove that I could have made this up. And number two, to prove that someone else could have made this up. And I am hmm. Peanut butter jelly and sardines, Jesus. Um, it might have been anchovies. I was. Well, it was a very intoxicating. Anchovies would work better, I think. I don't remember what I, I had in the like, house. I don't like. Uh, oh man, I I don't like peanut butter and jelly at all. To be honest, separately or together. I love. I like them both separate. If they're put together, I hate them. They're like when you have two friends to get together and they're terrible for each other. Man, hasn't yeah. that happened in everyone's life? Peanut butter and jelly. Have a toxic relationship apparently. I I love peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. I have, but I think maybe it's one of those things that in, like embeds itself in your skull when you're a child, and if you don't eat them a bunch, then it like never gets there. I don't know. But yeah, I don't really like peanut butter and jelly together. I think it's terrible. I that's my opinion on that. I liked it when I was a child. I like it less now. You know. Uh, now now here's what I will say. To be fair, I have not had it in a long time. So maybe my opinion is maybe I should make one after this. See if I hate it. What are we? Where are we on the concept of peanut butter and jelly in the same jar? Even if you don't like it, the idea of okay, that's stupid. That's actually stupid. I, I think it thinks it's convenient, but really it's just aesthetic. Oh yes, yes, yes. But why would you ever buy them combined? They're both very useful alone, and then like together, sometimes useful. So if you just buy them combined. It, you've just made a less Okay, but if you're so, only making peanut butter and jelly sandwiches with them. Then okay, then you're a 5-year-old. Here also here well, so here was my problem as a 5-year-old. Um and by <laughs> that uh if you get the peanut butter and jelly in the same jar, there is no way to make a scooping motion that will with a knife or spoon or anything that will take it out of the jar and onto your sandwich that will not do some mixing. And eventually, what you end up with is not these stratified bits of peanut butter and jelly, okay, so but a I'm substance a, that is just forbidden and criminal and should be removed. Well, okay, I'm not a peanut butter and jelly expert, obviously, but I just assumed the way you're supposed to do it is you peanut butter one side and you jelly the other and you put them together and, and then it's even. That is the best way to do it, except for the problem that neither of those substances are great at spreading on on untoasted bread, which, may, which means that really what you're going to get is you're going to get peanut butter with bits of bread in it and jelly so not quite pulled out. Here's what I do. Here's my secret strat. So, I used to be very against this, but I am very pro it now because I don't eat bread a lot. So, I freeze my bread, and then I always toast bread, either to get it to be toast or to warm it up. And so, whenever I do that, when I spread peanut butter on it for, like, a peanut butter sandwich, it spreads super easy because it's just a little bit warm. Hmm. Have we talked so that's about what I do. my food temperatures thing before on here? What what do you mean food temperatures? Food is served at different temperatures. Yes. Well, what what temperature I pref what temperatures of food I prefer to eat when? I don't know. You're probably gonna say something I hate though. Uh, <laughs> I I want it to be okay. So you know how when it's hot out you want a cold drink, and when it's cold out you want a hot drink. That extends to food for me. Okay. I so mean, like when you're yeah. like I toast all my bread. I'll go to places that always toast the bread, and in the summer, I ask them not to toast it. Okay. So, like, if you go to Subway in the summer, you never get your bread toasted? Correct. 
Well, I, I think it will be more of an issue at Quiznos because they toast everything. Firehouse. That's I used to live near that Firehouse subs, and I would be like untoasted, and they look at me like, "Do we what have to call fuck the cops?" Is wrong with you? And I'm like, "Oh, you know what? I always thought about how the only thing I miss from when I used to eat red meat." Is like the fast food hamburger. I do miss one other thing, which was this sandwich that Firehouse has, which is like some sort of. It's the hook and ladder, I think it's called, right? Probably, I think I think that's the one. Is that the one with like a bunch of sauce or whatever? I think so. I don't know. I don't know. I do miss that one. I did for a while. I would go to the same Firehouse that No Gabe is talking about, and they would make me one with turkey instead. I don't know if Ooh. I can still get that, but they would make that for me. Firehouse, I. I ate at Firehouse a lot during the pandemic, uh, like like peak times, like living near that place and it being like an easily accessible carryout place. And they will sub out anything you fucking want for you. They will make you a sandwich. If you put it in enough modifications, they will probably produce a sandwich for you that is not on the menu in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, I miss Firehouse. I like that place. There's not one near me at all. Yeah. I just, I think like I've been recently coming to appreciate the sandwich. <laughs> Like, like, actually, actually, I've been eating more right, sandwiches. Let's, let's talk about how we should appreciate fries. Uh, is, it with, is it with butter and sugar? Personally, my best fry experiences have all involved garlic, parsley, and mussels. The best uh, fries well, I've had lately were the ones at that bar oh, that you, I played a show yeah, at. Yeah, because, oh, the Heaps, Heaps Atlanta, the guy, the guy who makes them, he does a pop-up at Bog Social and Supply. On the Whatever weekends. those fries are, those are those those fries. chips, the chips. Oh, well, it depends on what you order them with, but yes, is you, it? Well, no, no. There, there, there's a category of fries that you think of as chips, and it's those because they. they thick. When when you got the fish and chips, it was chips. But what I got was the fish sandwich with fries, and I got the same thing as you. So like, don't be okay, pretentious. Okay, okay. It's just. But I'm sandwich. saying that if you were in New Zealand, where this man is from. Sure. They would all be advertised as chips. But I think he, he's lost his accent, so it's like... Oh, he hasn't completely point. lost his accent. He, he's I think, lost it enough that you'd have to ask him. I, I think. think it's a chip if it's... I mean, this obviously varies person to person, but this probably roughly applies for me. If it's thicker than, like, typical, like, finger, then it's probably a chip. These were chips. Okay. <laughs> yeah. They were, they were so good, though. Like, perfectly crisp. I, they had that nice, like, lemon lemon seasoning on them yeah wait mm -hmm. you said all my best fry experiences have involved muscles and i feel like the all there did a lot of heavy lifting because that means you've had okay, muscle yeah, fries fair. i should have said handful. most of most of my best fries well, what i what i mean is heavy that's, a that's not what really i mean by that what i mean is there. the heavy lift is that how many times have you eaten fries with muscles like how many how so there is there is that? a place uh called Opera Diem, right next to the uh, movie theater that I like to go to in Midtown, that does fries with oh, yeah. fries with mussels, and I've had them there a few times. I've also had them at other places where you can order mussels and fries separately and just do the damn thing. Huh? If you want, if you want fries and mussels, you can just watch me eat them all the time. That's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I God, that's one of those words that's just like it'll never escape the shadow it lives under. Is muscle the the yeah, I was actually about to say the same thing. It should be pronounced differently, in my opinion. It should be like uh, Musel or Musel. 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 A Musel. Musel. That sounds like it's like M-U-S-C-E-L-L-E. 
Oh, that's true. I think we should call them different clams. <laughs> you know how Jesus. they're like a different. How many? Well, how many foods are different clams? Though? Multiverse clams. I mean, yeah. There's the extended clam universe of this. Okay. Here's here's the question I want for clarification: Are they only with butter and sugar, or are there other things? And butter and sugar is also part of that. Because I feel like that would drastically change my opinion. Um, I am scrambling only. to decide. <laughs> only. No, 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 no. The answer is only. Only. And this is Japan? Southeast I said, Asia. So, I said somewhere in Southeast Asia. Oh, okay. So that would be I, Malaysia, Laos, Thailand, Vietnam, Vietnam yeah. No, I, I could see... I could see Thailand or Vietnam getting down on this. Yeah, no, this is... It seems on brand for me. You guys are starting to sound confident. And you don't like guessing. And you know, considering the French presence in Southeast Asia, the fries oh. kind of make sense. The French colonial presence, very bad. If you think about sure, it, it's just like but a it was savory there. funnel. It's a savory funnel cake. It is a savory. It's a, well, it's uh, not even whoa. savory. Wait, 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 fries with butter and sugar on it is just a deconstructed funnel cake. Well, no, because uh, funnel cake doesn't <laughs> potato. It could be. It could be. I'm going to say true. Let's. That's where I'm at. I'm. You know, I'm just barely going to go false. Yeah. It's plausible, but like it's not quite all the way there for me. All right. True for Chris and false for John. I don't know why that almost tongue twisted me. This is true. Quoting. It's not unusual for some places to serve sugar where most Americans would use salt. In France, for example, you've typically got the option to get sweet popcorn instead of savory at the cinema. Knowing this, it's not quite as surprising to find that Vietnamese French fries feature sugar and butter as opposed to salt and ketchup. And I'm not. And then this person follows up in this article that I googled up. And I'm not going to lie; I'm kind of curious about what they might taste like. I was about to be like, "We'll just fucking make it then." Yeah. That's that's the next sentence. At least it's fairly easily replicated, right? Literally, literally though, like. You would still probably want a little salt in that mil- milieu. Maybe, maybe it's salted all, butter. Maybe maybe all their salt is either from the butter or they're just yeah. like the oil salts. Is like this is a, getting it's a Vietnamese from. thing. And you know why I kind of want to try it? Once I accidentally put sugar on pizza because I thought it was salt and I was a child, so I thought I should put salt on pizza. And as a child, I thought this is not good, but it could be a lot worse and so i feel like maybe if you actually planned ahead what weird sort of savory food you could butter and sugar up like i believe it i'm gonna do it my dad puts ketchup on his pizza doesn't matter what kind of pizza i've done that before he just uh he just puts ketchup on it that's kind of dark do you think your dad he has to that's you know to taste it do you think your dad has some kind of like um claim to like if he could measure the amount of ketchup that eats let's say as a percentage of his food consumption and like there was a leaderboard like do you think he could be on the leaderboard oh because like maybe because like it sounds like he eats because it sounds like also that it's like it's not even that it's genetic it's the opposite he instilled it in you (laughs) kind of i mean you know it's just from me copying him because you do that when you're a kid right I, I would just copy him because he puts ketchup on everything just so he could taste it i've met a lot of people so wait i you say just so he can taste it. I'm not familiar with this. 
I feel like we've talked about this before. Yeah. My dad has no sense of smell, and thus his sense of taste is not the best. But he can taste ketchup very well, so he'll put ketchup on things that he normally doesn't taste that great. Oh, okay, okay, then, okay. Then okay. he just then he can just taste something when he eats it. So he's kind of going the opposite direction of the guy from Ben and Jerry's who can't taste because he doesn't have a sense of smell. So instead, varies the texture of stuff, which is why all the Ben and Jerry stuff has chunks in it. Yeah, that, I that's, mean, I guess that's why what it's like that. Yeah. I thought the guy. I thought these two guys, Benjamin and Gerald, just fucking felt a compulsion to vary thought, their yeah. ice creams, and that that involves chunks of things. I just thought they had a kink for chunky. Yeah, like okay, no, oh, man. One of them, one of them can't taste, so he's like, "Well, I, I might as well make my ice cream interesting for me." Ice That's cream fair. maker who can't taste sounds like someone who is fucking given a curse by God. <laughs> Especially when like his ice cream, like. For a chain brand, like major brand, whatever, like that shit is good. Oh yeah, no, it's like my ice cream I, tier list is like S tier, butter and cream in downtown Decatur, and then A tier Ben and Jerry's in Tillamook. Ben and Jerry's, you know what it, okay. you know what it is? It's the mirror to five guys. It's the mirror. What is it? I don't know what that means. Yeah, neither do little, I. Uh, it's it's sort of a chain that's a little above par for your chain brand, but is really expensive, but arguably still worth it. Yeah. My only opinion about Five Guys is every time I see a Five Guys, I say, yeah, this this is where the Five Guys probably would be. <sighs> All five. Every time I see one. All five of them. I don't, no, 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 no. I didn't mean that as a joke. I meant yeah. that very sincerely. Like when I see a Five Guys restaurant, oh. I think... That this is where I would have expected there. To, like if there was, if this five guys were oh, here, you I literally think there mean be, there the should be a void the, here because nothing else belongs at this location. That you know it that actually be, makes a, a lot of sense. Five guys or it's nothing. Like that's how I feel every time it's, I've seen a five. Guys. Honestly, can I just it's be? The, can I just say the first five guys that opened in Augusta closed a few years back, and I literally I think it was replaced by something, but I can't remember what it is because I will forever associate that spot with having been the five guys. Oh man! Like, Someone has to I do could like fact. literally be looking at it. John has to do his fact. I could literally be looking at that shopping center right now and see Let's what see is the in there, guys. and I would was still it the be Masters like, Plaza? "No, what's the fucking Masters Plaza? John's Only Christian-aligned kind of stores are allowed in the Masters Plaza." Well, that's what I was saying. Did they buy the Five Guys? Because it was no. Like, okay. No, I anyway, don't want to talk about the Masters fact. Plaza. I want to you talk about Vienna fact. sausage. Oh, oh I would love to. Wait, Gabe, do you like Vienna sausage? Oh, no. No, I would love to hear him talk about it, though. Oh, okay. I think it's fine. I've had it a couple times. I want to talk sausage for dinner. About how Vienna, Vienna, though. I want to talk about how Vienna sausage has nothing to do with Austria. Okay. Well, and how it specifically. It's, Vienna. it's Vienna. It specifically because... originated in Mexico while the Habsburg dynasty was in power. Wait, um, while, the who, while the who is in power? The who what? The Habsburg dynasty. They were briefly in power in Mexico. The Habsburgs? You know, all the guys who have hemophilia and they're all like five foot one because of the royalty inbreeding. So I'm going to ask an embarrassing question. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Well, like, what, like, what is a Vienna sausage? I've never, like, had... Sausage, what, it right? Seems, it seems from my perspective what... From what most people seem to say, the displeasure of having them. 
Like what? Is, I mean, I've got a can, it, I've got like, a can right it, in front of me right now. Is it that like what a hot dog it, is? It entered into my house unwillingly. I know I was there. Kind of does look like a hot dog the size of like a like a. It's um, like a little bitty hot dog. Do like you, a Lincoln you, log. Here we go. Here we go. Ingredients number one: sausage. Well, that kind of like is it more like a hot dog? Mechanically, style it has mechanics. Yes, yes. It's made uh, the the first ingredient after sausage with sausage colon. Mechanically separated chicken. Water. What is being salt? What is being corn separated? syrup? From what I've well, never they, thought about what this they're part. what they, when they say mechanically separated something they just mean they blend it. Contains two percent or less of beef, pork, dextrose, natural flavors, sodium nitrate, garlic powder, broth, hey, chicken broth. Hey, is blending separating or kind combining of. or combining? I well, think they're just. I don't. I don't know. I think that's just what they're doing. I don't really know. No, but I, that's I no, no, no. This is a separate question. This is now philosophical. Well, no. Is the act of blending a separation or a combination? It's a. It's a combination. I think it's a destroy rebuild kind of situation. You're separating yeah. to more easily combine. That's fair. Mm. You know. Okay. So here's my next question about the Vienna sausage thing. This and this is actually about the fact itself. Are you saying that Vienna sausage the dish is it a dish and then it became a canned food or is it was yes. it always canned okay so you're saying the dish was mexican and then or well, happened in mexico it was it, and then- it happened in mexico as a tribute to their austrian conquerors basically it was a it, it was a dish of subjugation so you, okay you're telling me that it was made as an offering to the colonialists? <laughs> is that what you're trying to tell me? No, I'm and telling... They're, they're I'm like, telling we're going to make the, the col- worst food possible. I'm tell- <laughs> I mean, not exactly. I'm saying that the colonialists made it and called it Vienna sausage. But it originated okay. in Mexico. Okay. Chris, have you ever smelled... I don't even hate Vienna sausage. I also am smelled- not... I am very... I just want to be very clear. I am not at all making up that the second Mexican empire was led by... Uh- Maximilian the first that it was I believe that. from like six, 1864 to 1867. Holy Maximilian the first. Your name is just Maximilian asshole. So I'm get I'm guessing and maybe this is incorrect, but I'm just kind of assuming here. I would assume that the Vienna sausage canned is different than what I would get if I went to Europe and asked for Vienna sausage or I Mexico. Assume, maybe I assume if I did that, I would get a sausage. Is that a correct statement? That's probably a correct statement. I've never, you know, asked for a Vienna sausage in Europe, so I wouldn't know. Because, like, I, I get the sense that in America, for us, it's just the canned thing that's very small cut of hot dogs, essentially. But, like, I... Except I, not I, even quite I, hot dogs, because they're made mostly with chicken. Well, okay, for me, that's a hot dog. So, I like my chicken hot dog. Well, I guess I don't really eat hot dogs. I eat duck hot dogs. I just eat brats. I just eat brats. I just eat brats. Some, yeah, but there are some, duck hot dogs out there that are delicious. Okay, well, I'm fine. I'll find them, I guess. I actually, t- like, not 12 hours ago, had another conversation about how I've never had duck before. Honestly, you know what? We're gonna ca- we even, we're gonna catch we, any duck. No, why why do we even make hot dogs when we have brats? I'm gonna ask the question. Because the thing price. is, the Only hot price. dog, the hot dog, the Frankfurter sausage. Is actually pretty okay. 
Okay, in its original like hot form. hot dogs that we buy in the store. Those aren't good. No, though I will say I've gotten hot dogs from my butcher that were absolutely delicious. Like, but those are those are really just sausage. They're well, really no, no, because they are. Okay, they are Frankfurters, but they are they look like hot dogs. They walk like hot dogs. Well, if your hot dogs walk, you shouldn't be eating them. <laughs> it seems like a sort of jousting match between two sides that agree on the notion that sausages are good. Which, what? Actually, Chris. You don't eat red meat. Is there turkey sausage you pick up or something? Uh, chicken sausage. Chicken I, sausage. I, I eat chicken franks. Ah. Chicken like sausage. The farmers delicious. market. They make they make chicken franks. They do make chicken brats. I guess the chicken brats really. Yeah, chicken. I don't chicken know the, brats. the Those chicken brats are delicious. I I made those at a uh, Fourth of July. Yeah. They were really good. Oh, I think I had one of those. You I probably eat did. A lot. All right. Should we guess this fact? I. Uh, I'm going to say false. I'm pretty sure it's a Europe thing. Even I'm, though you're saying it's like they made it in Mexico for that. I'm going to say no. What I'm saying is that Vienna sausages, as we know them now, the little the little bitty ones. No, I'm going to say no. Uh, this is hard, actually. I'm feeling I'm feeling the no, but it's a, I'm sniffing the air a little bit like, but I'm going to go no. Yeah, this is completely false. I didn't have a fact when, when I sat down Thank and I God. looked in front of me and I saw Salchicha de Vienna. And I'm like, huh, what if? Yeah, I would have been so, you, just, you just had a can of Vienna sausages in Spanish and that was your... Well, it said Vienna sausage and then underneath Vienna sausage it says Salchicha de Vienna. Oh. And I was like, you know, the Austrians were in Mexico. That part is real? One Austrian in particular, yes. Emperor Maximilian the first. Yeah, where'd your, where'd your sausages come from? It's oh, those, these sausages were a prank. Oh. No, basically, basically, um, the idea was to try and represent every single country in the game of diplomacy with the food that was at our table. And, oh, uh, so Austria. And so Owen brought Vienna sausages. Right, because you couldn't. Also, Chris, you're right. It, what we think, what is actually a Vienna sausage would be translated as a Vienna or Wiener. Hot dogs are, v- are real Vienna sausages, basically. Frankfurters. Hey, can we talk about something wild, y'all? Yeah. If you if you go to the website of the company that makes like the Vienna sausage cans, one of the most prominent sections in their about section is just about how to prepare for disasters with the Vienna sausage can stuff. Oh, Armor Star? Oh, my God. Well, so it's like a d- disaster preparedness PDF. Where where and is this? Like a, I don't see this anywhere. I'm on. It's on the about us. Armor about us. Armor about us. The armor star story. Beep. Oh jeez. Just, just scroll down. There's a whole section about being prepared as a disaster approaches. Holy crap! While you evacuate. Why is yeah? Why is, bring comfort items for your children, such as their favorite animal blanket or pillow, or their favorite can of Vienna sausage. No, 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 it doesn't say no. that sentence, but it's like oh, it's so okay. close to almost saying this that is sentence. insane. Oh my god, there's even read more, plan ahead. Like, th- this is an entire thing of just this is amazing. Sorry, this is... I need to go post this in the PPN chat because they need to see this. This is like if an emergency. Like uh, emergency protocol, whatever was like a fucking advertisement as well. See now, look, I hit, I hit, da- I wanted to download the disaster preparedness PDF. And uh, it's, a, it's just a link to the same website. 
It's not actually a PDF. Now, we could look at one other thing that I think will make John very upset. Oh, no. Is uh, it the uh, Do they have recipes? Oh, yeah. You know they do, Oh, babe. no. Oh, I just found Christ. them, too. Buffalo, ch- buffalo chicken uh, chili bean dip. We got... Uh, <laughs> you want to make some uh, hot dog chili dog sliders, John? Fuck you. You want to make some <laughs> loaded, loaded chili nachos? Whenever something's called loaded, I'm like... So you put toppings on recipe. it, motherfucker. Okay, this says okay, okay. This says I need one can of their chili and their Vienna sausages per serving. So if I'm gonna afford that, we're gonna need to go to them's ads. So I have been reading a lot of books this year, and I am always looking for a good way to find a good deal on a book. Maybe I want it used, or maybe I'm looking for a book that's kind of out of print right now. And, you know, I don't want to go through maybe some of the big companies because, you know, we we know there are issues there. A good way to do the opposite would be to go to Abe Books. Abe Books is an online marketplace that lists millions of new, used, rare, and out-of-print books and other collectible items. So they connect you with thousands of professional booksellers in more than 50 countries worldwide. So if you want to check it out, you can go to affiliates.abebooks.com ppn. That's A-F-F-I-L-I-A-T-E-S dot A-B-E-B-O-O-K-S dot com slash ppn. Have you ever tried to listen to actual play podcasts only to find out they sound like this? <laughs> Here at Green Mountain Mysteries, we have the solution. We are an actual play podcast that takes it very seriously. And also one of our players is a butt doctor. We swear it's good. Green Mountain Mysteries, every Wednesday on Pocket Podcast Network or wherever fine podcasts are sold. Okay, I'm going to do my fact in a second, but I wanted to tell you one other thing that I saw today really quick, which is uh, you guys know about the Little League World Series? Mm-hmm. Do you know yeah, what I'm yes, talking Yes, 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 I'm familiar with the Little, little League. They have I one just, too. World Series. Okay, I, I just wanted to say that I saw that one of the kids that plays on the team for Texas, his name is Stetson, and I, I don't know what to do with that. Ooh. I mean, you just... Sit with that and be very happy about it, I think. Am I happy for that kid that he's like, you know, it's like very likely he'll probably go to a Texas university named Stetson. He's home. Like he's locked there. Like if he moves to Missouri, no one will hire him. His name is Stetson. Well, what I know about Missouri, he could just kind of skip that and move to any of the other places. But like, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Are you saying it because it's adjacent? I just said it because it was like the worst state I could think of. No offense to anybody in Missouri. It's just I didn't like the places I went to in Missouri, which was St. Louis. So. Oh what? yeah, I forgot. I forgot about our whole bit about how you despise St. Louis, Louis is my least favorite city of all time. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I'll do a real fact now. Let me uh, let me pull it back up. Where'd it go? Uh, here's mine. I'm a little afraid John might get me on this one. Here we go. But we're gonna try it which is that the movie with the most dialogue ever is Casino. 
Huh. In, in 1995. Okay. How are For you measuring what? most dialogue ever? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Spoken words in the screenplay, including narration. Huh. Michael Mann's Casino, huh? And when you say ever, you're not counting like, oh, someone made a weird art movie that's 11 hours long and they say one word. Like, well, like the thing about weird art movies is seen, people barely talk. <laughs> that too, but I, mean, I guess this is this is sort of movies that you could have seen in a big name chain theater kind of thing. Hmm. Hmm. That's pretty much my whole fact. My problem is I haven't seen this movie. So I assume they talk a lot. I also it's on my watch list actually. I need to watch it because it's a, you know, De Niro it's a Scorsese. Pesci. I've it's a I've Scorsese. also never been to a casino. How about that one? Okay. Well, I have. But casino for your just to get things set for you Gabe. It is a uh I mean it's one of those epic crime films that Sure, like sure, Scorsese. sure. It's got Scorsese. De Niro, it's got yeah. Pecci. It's got Sharon Stone. What else can you ask for? Nothing. Well, you could ask for James Woods or Don Rickles because they're also in it. Okay, sure. You can ask them and you'll get it. Exactly. That's fair. <laughs> I mean, the one other thing and that Kevin you could... Pollack. Kevin Pollack. Kevin Pollack. You should, you should also... The thing you could ask for and you wouldn't get, though, is a Pacino. No, you, you won't get a Pacino. You won't get a Pacino. Not, no. Which is why... Too busy doing something else. You should probably. watch The Irishman, which is such a good movie. Yes, it's almost four hours long, but it's such a fucking good movie. Oh, that's another thing I was going to ask. What's the runtime of Casino? I'm not uh, going to Google it because I'm afraid of, of seeing I'll answers I'm not supposed to see. Yeah, uh, It's a Scorsese, it so I'm guessing like three hours, more than right? two hours and 40 minutes, but it less than four. It is 178 minutes long. That's three hours that's, minus two minutes. Yeah, so I was, I was right, more than two hours and 40 Your, minutes. Yeah, John was like, Sniper precision there, yeah. Okay, um, let's be let now. Consider it's Scorsese that- for a moment. Scorsese likes a wordy movie. He likes narration too. Wolf Wolf of Wall Street is a great example of that. A lot of dialogue in that movie. Um, I believe this, frankly. I I think this is probably true. Just cause, again, I haven't seen Casino, but Joe Pesci is a very fast talker. It's it's the whole bounds of what movies are being included that sort of is like nebulous here, but I think it's kind of like I don't have to worry about that. Like the answer is like the ones that you think would be. And by that metric, I am willing to give it to Yeah, basic from what I from what I have seen of Martin Scorsese's filmography, which is to say I'm a I'm a fucking like troglodyte of a film. Uh, Listen, watch The Departed. It's maybe the best one. Um, I can <laughs> only imagine that movie as being de- about ghosts, and I know it's not about ghosts. No, it's about The Departed. I um. know, but like, that's who's departed. It's ghosts. Uh, <laughs> I think, and people on planes. Uh, if you don't like the rat at the end of The Departed, and I'm stealing this joke from Hunter Harris, but like, if you don't like the rat at the end of The Departed, we just can't be friends, you know? The rat? There's a rat at the end of The Departed. You need to watch it, Gabe. I like. I do because y'all know I everything in the Departed's fucking great. Martin Sheen in that movie. Oh, yeah, I love everything in that movie. So, so for the Martin for the, Sheen shows up, I'm like, why? Why did the president take a demotion? <laughs> <laughs> I can only see him as the president. Also, the thing. Well, with the Martin thing Sheen is, he's like almost. I mean, he's clearly Martin Sheen, 
but it really speaks to his ability as an actor is that you don't lose him. You don't see Bartlett in this, you know? For those who have... Well, you don't, but I... I do at the same time. Okay, but like, do you do you watch Apocalypse Now and you're like, oh, that's Young Judd Bartlett? No, I think that, I think that's like the origin story. Yeah, (laughs) I I can't see Martin Sheen without thinking about Judd Bartlett for the record. But I get if I saw things with him in them more, it would probably break. Is that maybe one of the most fun things to be remembered as forever as an actor? Like just being the president. Like you're the you're the president that a lot of president? people just remember. Like you are the TV president. Yeah, I mean it is that is pretty feel, cool. That feels like it'd be awesome. I feel like Harrison Ford probably occupies that same kind of space. It's like you're the arch- like young Harrison Ford. You remember Han Solo and you remember Indiana Jones, but middle aged Harrison Ford everyone sees as the president because Air Force One. No, which is Har- more which is more impressive to you or not impressive? But like which do you think is cooler? Is it is it cooler to be a movie actor? that is known as a role or a television actor that like is always known as a role. Which do you think is better? It depends. I feel like is this, which, would, which, would, which would you prefer living? Okay. Life? As an actor, I think I would prefer to be someone who had an iconic tele television role because as a movie actor, you don't want to be put into a box, you know, like yeah, movie, as a movie, yeah. like, which is the problem that Harrison Ford has always had. He's, he doesn't love that he's in those boxes. All the time, I think if you know? you're a television, but if you're a television actor, actor and you have a role that is your role and you own that role and no one else could even be considered to play that role, it's like a Jerry Orbach situation, you know? Yeah. Or it's like, I feel like if you're that good at a role that it becomes that, it's more likely that the show was such a success that you can live off of it. That too. Maybe forever. That too. I Friends think this is like that. I, I think, think this is true. This is true. I think this is true. Are you both saying true already? Yeah, we're going true on this one. Gabe, I, you said true? I think, yeah. I think I am. Okay, this is this is true. Damn. Now, let's talk about how ridiculously true this is. Let's hear about it. Uh, Casino, 1995. Well, let's start with this. Here's a movie that I think we've all seen that is pretty wordy to use as an example. The Dark Knight is in the top 15. Wow, okay. that actually makes at, a lot of sense because they're because Nolan thirty three thousand five hundred thirty six words. So not qu- so like s- about a novella's worth of words. Yeah, yeah. Casino has sixty seven thousand six hundred seventy eight words. That's Jesus beautiful. That's Christ. a wonderful thing that you've now. Just one told other me. thing we have to compare is how long is the Dark Knight compared to Casino? Because I don't think it's actually that far off, is it? Yeah, I think they're probably about... So, Casino's two hours and 58. Dark Knight is at least two and a half hours. I do have a... Okay, the Dark Knight is 20 minutes less. So, in 20 minutes of more runtime, it has double the words. So, the density, then. I do have up the opposite. The movies with the least dialogue. That's also very fun. I want to point out... you You do need that list pre The Quiet because that film just like breaks the whole metric. Sure. Okay. But I, mm, I feel like I feel like it breaks the metric to some extent, but not really because there's a lot of sign dialogue. There's a lot also, of sign dialogue, so I wouldn't count that. Also, Maybe. Yeah, if you count the sign dialogue yeah. is still dialogue. I just well, want to say saying, what numbers yeah. two and three are. Number well, two is, is Pixels, twenty fifteen. Yes, no, I remember that one. That one's good. And number three is Team America: World Police, which yep, is a movie I, like I haven't seen, too. but I feel like would not be a low dialogue movie. It is. It is low dialogue, but it's funny. Uh, 
Interesting. I love that movie, to be honest. Funny and well, I'm not. I'm not going to talk about Trey Parker and Matt Stone right now. <laughs> oh, I see where you're going. Then yes. I mean it. It is as problematic in a way as anything they do. That's true. Which is that, That's which true. Which is that they go at everyone. So at some point, it's like, well, at some point, it's like maybe you shouldn't have gone at those guys. Maybe, maybe so. Maybe actors with maybe, the most lines. Maybe the comedy racism has been used to justify real racism. Uh, that's also very fair. Weird, yeah. Weird, crazy thing you're suggesting that might just be true. Now, what was number one? Uh, I forget. It was uh, something I remember. It was a more ordinary answer. Uh, Son of Saul. I've never seen yeah. that. Yeah. Mm. Um, it's like a '90s movie. But Another movie that had a lot of dialogue that I was surprised because I had actually seen it was A Few Good Men. How are you surprised by that? It's a Sorkin joint. I was surprised it had so much, though. It's, that it's fourth. 42,338. That's a lot. That makes perfect sense for me. Okay, here's another one. That's Here's two more that are very surprising to me. Okay. Jackie Brown. A Tarantino is, movie? Is seventh, but it's still seventh all time. Wow. Tarantino sounds like the name of a tiny octopus, and I and can't get over it. the last one that made more sense I know a- back than it did when I first read it was Troy. Mm. Troy has 33,000 words of dialogue. Do you ever think about how Garrett Hedlund's like breakout role was Patroclus? No, because I don't know. No, I don't know. Who I, that is. I know who that is because he played a, like an important role. He's he's been like he's like been working. Okay, first of all, he's married to Emma Roberts. That's one reason but, I might know him. But like, who but, is he in Troy? Just tell me who he is in Troy. Patroclus. I just said that. Oh, okay. Patroclus. However you pronounce so that it. guy. Yeah, Patroclus. Um, but he's he's kind of like steadily. He's he's a kind of guy who people thought was like gonna be a movie star for a minute and then wasn't quite, but he kept getting like little roles that are that made like high impact. So like he plays the beat poet in um it looks like inside it's pronounced Davis. Patroclus. It looks like it's pronounced Patroclus. Did you just say Patrick Klaus? That's what it looks like when I'm looking at the yeah Patrick the article Patrick Klaus. That's his name. The A has an accent and then the C is replaced with a K. So. Well, then it would be like Patroclus or something. Yeah, you're right. It's Patroclus. I see the other phoneticism. Yeah. (laughs) Just like like the other guy's name was Heroclus. Yeah. Heracles. And and of course, Socrates. Socrates is important. And, you know. Aristotle. Yeah. um, I love. Hey, you know what? I love that restaurant. This place is so good. (laughs) 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 I love Aristotle. That is true, actually. Aristotle is a good, weirdly like good restaurant if you're trying to eat a specific diet. <laughs> That's a that was a weird direction to go, but I'm into it. Um, man, I don't think we have any listener facts right now. Well, that means that people need to give us some. They do need to give us some. We went through our whole backlog. Go to abolishunits.com to give us listener facts, so that there can be more show for us to do. I can do one lightning one. Okay, okay. Give me. I had a fun way to do it. We ran a little longer, so it's not too bad at women's home, but I'll do a really short one. Uh, The the, uh, during breeding seasons, female cockroaches smell like pineapple. No, I would have smelled it. I would have smelled pineapple. (laughs) During breeding season, female cockroaches smell like pineapple. Wow, I hate it, but it kind of. But you know, pheromones. Weird. The cockroaches have complex enough biology to have biological sex. 
Yes. Um, yeah? Yeah, sure. I'll go with it. I don't believe this shit at all. You would have smelled it at some point in your life. Been like, why does it smell like pineapple? Let's hear it. Uh, I'm going to say I'm pretty sure this was true when I wrote it down in my document, but I actually don't remember now. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure it was true. God damn it. Okay, we're going to... No, 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 no. We're Googling now. We're Googling now. Female uh, cockroaches, pineapple. Okay, the first thing they come up with said a lot of recipes with pineapples and cockroaches. Mmm. Wait a minute. Observations. Nope. This is a paper from 1948 that came up that has nothing to do with this. Uh, I, I, it. This looks pretty false, Chris. It may be false. I, I may. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sure exactly, folks. But... You know what? I'm really not sure. All right. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say that if cockroach female pineapple has no results then this must be fake yeah the only thing i'm seeing is like a painting of a pineapple with some cockroaches on it i'm seeing this painting as well and this looks like something my grandma would have as wallpaper um this is false i'm right i win i did it we got there there we go we got there let's go we did it together as a team and now together let's end the show okay as john Arya mentioned uh, we'll do things a little out of order, but um, you can submit facts for us at abolishunits.com. Um, so do that. Um, additionally, you know, while you're on there, um, there's a bunch of other shows on the same network um, because Abolish Units takes you to our Pocket Podcast Network landing site. Um, you can which click is around. A good place to go to the other shows. Yep, yeah. click around. There's a bunch of other shows. There's Green Mount Mysteries. There's Sorted. Steampunks is back. They're back, making new episodes. By the time this is out, they'll have posted at least one new episode. So definitely check that out. Lots to do on the Pocket Podcast Network website. Our intro and outro music is by James Hunter USA, now going by New Weirdos. And actually, on Spotify now, you can find all of the James Hunter USA music under New Weirdos. So, Oh, it's all been like migrated? Exactly. But if you want that early shit, you want that Supreme World Emperor shit, go look for that. Well, that's only on Bandcamp, though. It's on Bandcamp, yes. But yeah, if you want that really early stuff, the marinade that gave us the later. Yeah, the primordial soup. Yes, the primordial James soup, as it were. Oh, no. That that was electrified into the music that you've heard at the beginning of the show and are about to hear at the end of it. There was a primordial ooze and someone dropped a keyboard into it. Yep, a keyboard and then specifically. James came up. Now I suppose you could just now we could just now call it new uh new weirdos did our music now that it's on Spotify under yep, there. That's very true. We could do it. So never far yeah. by new weird that feels wrong. It does feel, it feels, feels wrong. wrong. It does not. It's okay, you can still listen to all of it there. Go check it out. And uh, yeah, I don't know whatever uh, place you listen to on, especially Apple Music or Apple Podcasts, whatever the new head of the hydra says that it's called uh rate and all subscribe and all that good stuff on there uh helps us out a lot but uh besides that until next time uh i'm chris i'm john that was the first time we've had that problem it is okay it's okay i'll fix it so nobody will know this happened it's so embarrassing we won't don't worry no one will know no one will know I'm John. I'm God no. damn it. <laughs> okay, John, I'm going to let you go first. Everyone's going to know what happens. Right, right, Everyone's right, going right. to know. Don't worry. No one's going to hear this. It's fine. Sure. I'm Chris. Sure. I'm John.
I'm Gabe. Don't believe. Don't. Fuck. <laughs> Why? How? How? This is never. We've just never had a protocol for this because it's never been an issue. <laughs> it never has. And I don't know how. Like every time, I think it's gonna be, and we just nail it. <laughs> and then, and then, then this time we messed it so up the worst good. we've ever done it. Oh, oh god! This this, this, this this audio has to be available. This all me. has okay. to stay in, Chris. No, I I'm gonna, don't worry. They need to see our shame. This much. Don't worry. Okay, don't believe everything you hear. <laughs> Podcast Network. Quality programming right to your pocket.